The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi. Hi, everyone. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and this is the Visual Workplace Welcome. It's our weekly radio show on letting the workplace speak. I'm really, really glad that you could join us today. In each of our show, we look at some aspect of how do we make, how do we let the workplace speak? How do we embed the intelligence of our operational system into the living, the dynamic landscape of work through visual devices, through visual systems? What we're doing is we're installing the language of our current operational system the current level of excellence that we've achieved, even if we're not quite as excellent as we wish we would be or as we will be, we install that level. We make it concrete and very, very specific through visual devices, through actual mechanism, apparatus, apparati, that holds this intelligence, that holds the specification, that holds the system of operations so we can literally see how we think. And we can predict, because we can see it, how that thinking will function. It's thinking that functions, that's visuality. It's thinking that is embedded, and it functions. We have captured it through visual devices. And, you know, when we're talking about visual devices, we are talking about common things like color coding, borders, addresses, measurement systems, Hotion planning tools, any kind of scheduling, visual displays, production control boards, any kind of color-coded quality system, and on lights, Kanban pull. All of these are devices. And what this show is about and what I've been doing for the last 32, 33 years is putting these devices into a coherent framework of thinking into, if you will, a codification or a model so that we can understand the implications of having this done comprehensively. Not just point solutions, but actually as a paradigm of strategic improvement. We'll be talking about that today because I'm going to be making the comparison of visual and lean as two powerful strategic interventions, methodologies, how they are different and how they work together, but mostly how they are different. So you begin to see the paradigm called the visual workplace, the paradigm called lean, in order for you, for us to use them properly and powerfully. Because in in defining a system, 
to the extent that we're able to define it and refine our definition, we are able to use it properly. Otherwise, we have what I famously call mush. Mush is really hard to handle. It's really hard to deploy. So, again, we're in a thinking model. You've always known that. This is a thinking model. We need to be clear so that we can deploy and deploy clearly. So we're going to be talking about that. And I want to say why we bother. We bother because of the fabulous, splendid bottom line benefits of an effective implementation of visuality. Improved safety, better quality, more aligned delivery time, certainly shrinking costs, shrinking everything. Shrinking in terms of becoming more refined, more elegant, and more appropriate, more spot on. So we have the bottom line benefits. We also have a splendid cultural alignment, a spirited and engaged workforce. Visuality does this better than any other paradigm on the planet, as far as I'm concerned. You're asking Gwendolyn's opinion. That's why you showed up today. This is my opinion. This has been my experience. This is what I have evidence for. Visuality creates a splendid and aligned work culture, spirited and engaged. It doesn't just, uh, it isn't an after effect. It actually is one of its main, main purposes. And we also bother with this kind of visual improvement because it makes our work life more enjoyable. We simply enjoy ourselves at work. The enterprise becomes increasingly fluid, conscious. We become more fluid and conscious. We're more in touch. We do excellent work. And how fun is that? So let me just make a couple of announcements <clears throat> before we jump in. I want to tell you that we are doing a, uh, I'm doing a keynote at Tobiana the first week, Tobiana Military Base, the first week in, um, in June, and also a seminar, but it's sold out. Uh, so it's sold out really, really quickly. We are going to be scheduling more public seminars and conference seminars, and I want to send out this invitation to you. We usually do our seminars in cities where there is a factory that is either visual or wants to be visual, and we use that as a base. We organize, usually we work with either AME or APEX or some other sponsoring organization. The local MEP is fine. Some other sponsoring organization that knows the, the local um, uh, audience and the local marketing and has a network already. And then we go to a plant. I present the seminar sometimes in the plant if there's room or else in a local hotel. And on the second day, we do all hands-on. We either do an assessment of the plant or we simply work on developing deployment plans for visuality. The second day is connected to the first. You have to come to the first day in order to come to the second day. And if you are interested in this, if you're interested in our considering your plant or if you're a sponsoring organization and you want to look at a, a co-sponsorship with us, please be in touch with Cindy Linden, who is our Vice President of Communication and of Marketing. And uh, she'll, uh, you'll have a conversation with her and we'll see, she'll see how it lands. But we're very, very open to this. We want to reach as many people as possible. Public seminars are a very good venue. But we would much rather do it with a site connected with us. It's a two-day event. 
um, than just come into a city and do a seminar without hands-on application. We can stretch that to three days if we add, for example, visual leadership or visual machine, or four or five days if we do a whole week of visuality. So if you're interested, be in touch with Cindy. Our phone number here at Visual Thinking Inc. is 503-233-1784, 503-233-1784, or you can go on to our website, visualworkplace.com, and there's lots of connecting points. Any of those email points or contact points will reach Cindy, be assured. I also want to announce that tomorrow we're doing the first of our live webinar series. This is our summer series, The Five Reasons for Workplace Visuality. It begins at 1 o'clock Pacific time, so that would be 4 o'clock. I beg your pardon. It begins at noon Pacific time. (laughs) It begins at noon Pacific time and 3 o'clock East Coast time. It'll go for about an hour and a half. I'll be walking through the five reasons. I think you'll find it very interesting. And our discussion today related to the Visual Lean Alliance will be a part of that uh, webinar. hope you can tune in. Also, we are making our webinars, our live webinars available. For example, the Royal Notabom case study that we did about... Um, uh, two months, one month ago, will be available uh, for uh, for for viewing. Give us about another couple of weeks to figure out exactly how that gets on our platform, and so these live webinars will be available afterwards. We get wonderful attendance during the webinars. The live questions are fantastic, and that's a very dynamic event. But we also want to make this good learning available if you can't make it, or if you attended and you liked it so much that you want to share it with people who couldn't be there with you. I want to remind you that you can become a member for $89 a month and you can get every single one of these seminars, these, I beg your pardon, these webinars while they are live and a bunch of other stuff. Please check out our membership page with the giraffes and the Australian prairie dogs (laughs) on our website, visualworkplace.com. And, you know, there are many other things. I just want to say one other thing. We have really cracked the code on, I think, finding a good fit between, uh, for example, work that makes sense, our e-learning system, 12 modules of learning for operator-led visuality, and ways that it can fit your company. So you can access these products by the month, just for one month. You can do it on a payment plan, which is very reasonable and wonderful. You can get it in clusters or suites. Please go to our um, Fit For You page. You'll see it connected. It's a big green page, very, very beautiful. And, of course, get our newsletter. Get our newsletter because it's so chock full of stuff. There was a wonderful visual, Cindy calls it a visual fail this month. And uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it's on the front page of the newsletter. And uh, I think you'll find it fabulous. I did. So we're doing lots and lots of things around visuality. We want you to learn about this paradigm and we want you to feel its strength and to bring it into your own, bring it into your own company. Hokey dokey smoky. <clears throat> Let us now begin with this week. So this week, the, the show is called Visual and Lean, Two Wings of a Bird. But I want to begin our discussion with uh, this kind of entree. 
preface. And that is, we like things that match. Have you ever noticed that? People like things that match. We like things that fit, make smooth connections. We like things in their own neat little, shall we call them, buckets. We like our buckets. We like things in their buckets. We like to see things that are different, but we like that the buckets all match. That's true at the beach. Buckets are so useful. We like our buckets. And we use our buckets, small ones, to carry, to carry sand so we can build our sand castles. We like to take our buckets down to the water and carry the ocean back in them and fill the moat around our sand castle. We like our buckets. We like to do that in our thinking as well. We like thoughts that are in buckets, thoughts that match, that go together. This thought doesn't match, it doesn't fit, so we get rid of it because we like things smooth. We like the fit. Principles go together, these beliefs go together, these values go together, everything is smooth. We got a good fit here. If it fits, don't get rid of it, it fits. That's all great. Vanilla with vanilla, chocolate with chocolate, strawberry with strawberry. Sometimes we do a Neapolitan. We have all three of them in bands, but they're in bands. They're not all mushed together. Vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. And there's strength in that, isn't there? There's strength in the buckets. There's strength in the bands, in the neat, elegant separations. Until there isn't. Hmm? So, this is a uh, slide into our theme. I'm going to continue it a little bit more when we come back from our first break, which is where we're at right now. We're going to talk about buckets a little bit more, and we're going to shift the, the language to mindset. Mindset as buckets. And then we're going to move into visual and lean. I'll see you in a moment. I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. 
business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. Welcome back to the Visual Workplace today. We're talking about the visual and lean as separate paradigms of strategic improvement, but also a blended paradigm, and I'll get to that towards the end of the show. Just before the break, we were talking about buckets and how we like things in clear buckets. We like to see the separation. We like things that go together. We have these buckets, buckets of thoughts and beliefs, and in business and industry, it's usually called the mindset. We have a certain mindset, for example, an improvement mindset, a growth mindset, a mindset of innovation, a lean mindset, a visual mindset. And because we like the buckets, because we like things in buckets, we sometimes miss the way the things in the buckets match, but are also different. Match is perhaps the wrong word, that things align the way that things in a bucket or between buckets strengthen each other. They share a certain quality. Even if the words that describe that quality are vastly different, they still share a certain, if you will, destination or outcome or big idea. For example, Continuous improvement, very big bucket, lots of things fit inside. Hmm? All the things I talked about before, innovation, visual, lean, growth. Hmm? Yet when we want to find the differences between things in a big bucket such as continuous improvement, we sometimes get the scale wrong. We nest similar things together but we often lose the telling differences between those things. We can do that with people. We group this person with another person or with wine. If you're a wine lover, you want to know the differences. If you're not a wine lover, you just drink the stuff. It's red. It's got a little bite to it. It makes, it cuts the fattiness of a great steak. You drink the wine, but... If you're a wine lover, you glory in the differences. You have cultivated taste buds so you can distinguish them. Otherwise, it's just wine. And if you're a connoisseur, the more difference, the bigger the pleasure, the distinctiveness, the glory in every glimmer. Well, right now I'm looking at a bucket. And that bucket's name is Lean. And as I peer over the rim of this bucket, I see many things inside, many things inside the bucket. On a closer look, some of them don't belong. Some mistake, some mismatch has been made. And the things that need a different bucket, a bucket of their own, is sitting amongst the things called lean. And one of the things that I see in the lean bucket, 
which doesn't belong there, even though it shares many, it has an alignment with lean, is visual. I peer over the rim of the lean bucket and I spot the chunky chunks of workplace visuality. In fact, many chunky chunks of the thing called visual can be seen in the bucket called lean. Well, what I want you to know and what I want to talk about today is those things are in the wrong bucket. Visual should not be put in the same bucket as lean. Visual has a bucket of its own and it needs one. And by the way, there are pieces of lean in the visual bucket. But mostly we see that visuality is clumped with lean. So today I want to examine visual and lean as an alliance, but I have a certain bend to this discussion. You're already getting a flavor of it. I've been doing this for 33 years and I've had the distinct pleasure, honor, and intellectual satisfaction of seeing both of these paradigms. One of them I've cultivated myself, but the other has grown up through other thought leaders. I've done visual and the others have done lean. And I know their history. So we ask the question, visual or lean? Which is more in question, which is more important? Visual or lean? Which is more important? And my answer to that is it's a bad question. It's a bad question. Visual and lean share a single outcome, operational excellence, by identifying and eliminating waste. It's the relentless pursuit of identifying and eliminating waste. Visual and lean share that. And they share this single comprehensive outcome, but they do it differently. Their attack is different. Their focus is different. And the terms that have gathered around each is are different and importantly different. And I say we better recognize that difference so we can harness the power of each on behalf of the company. Hmm? It is not necessary to make one of these two paradigms more important than others, but rather to see them as powerful and equally powerful. I describe it as the wings of a bird. Two wings of a bird, separate but equal. Separate but equal in its, in its impact, but what they impact is different. So if you're thinking about two wings of a bird, visual, one wing is visual, the other wing is lean, and you want to know which wing is more important, it's a bad question. And if you ask a bird which of its wings is more important, you know what it will do? It will simply fly off and let that be your answer. It will fly off and show you which wing is more important both of them is more important. They are of equal importance. The lean wing, and I'm going to draw this distinction, and I want to kind of walk through this with four anchor points. 
I want to talk about the paradigm, which is the difference between lean and visual, visual and lean. Talk about them in terms of outcome and give you anchor points, some organizing principles, so you can begin to see that distinction yourself. And then we'll, towards the end of the show, talk about the alignment, how they work together. But unless you see visual and lean distinctively different, you will not be able to harness the power of either. You will dilute it. So we're going to walk through what I like to call the telling difference. I'm going to talk about the what. I'm going to talk mostly about the what and a little bit about the how. What is the difference and then how you implement. Because there is really a very strong difference there as well. I don't think we'll have time to cover that in detail, but let's focus on the what right now. The lean wing, what is it about? What is it focused on? What does it anchor in? The lean wing is about the critical path. That's one aspect. The second aspect, and there are only two, is pull. It's about the critical path, the path that value travels within your company, into, through, and out of your company, the critical path, and pull. I'm putting this very broadly because I believe in putting it broadly, you will see Lean's contribution versus Visual's contribution. And I'll do this with Visual in just a moment. But I want to caution you, we don't go too broad because if we go too broad, it's just going to be about continuous improvement. And you get mush. You get mush. If you go too broadly, then everything is apple pie. And nothing has strength. It's just mush. It's, well, maybe not apple pie. Maybe it's mashed potatoes. Warm, comforting, lots of butter and gravy. But you can't build strong bodies in seven different ways through mashed potatoes. You need other things. You need a, a distinction. We, we need the telling difference. And I'm putting them in visual and lean in their own bucket in their own, each their own bucket. And I can hear your questions. I can hear them coming through the airways. They're coming loud and clear. But, 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 visual is a part of lean. But I want to tell you, they actually aren't. They've been mushed together. Visual and lean are two distinct paradigms of change or improvement paradigms. Lean is about the flow of value into and through the company, into and through the entire value chain, the streams inside of your company, but also up and down the supply chain. And because Lean is about flow, the flow of value, and about finding and removing the obstructions in that flow, Lean is about time. Visual is also about time. So when we talk about a time-based improvement strategy or strategy for operational improvement, we're talking about a time-based strategy. Time is the great leveler. It's the equalizer. It is the metric. It's the macro metric. Time and its corollary speed. They go hand in hand. During our webinar tomorrow, we'll have illustrations of this. But I hope, I hope I'm doing a good job in explaining this through words. 
I'm trying my, that is my focus in this radio show. So we want, we know that this to be true. The destination of lean is pull. Can you hear the time in that? The destination of lean is pull. Well, let's pick this up after our next break. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. We're in our third segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace. And by the way, if you do want to call in with questions, boy, I sure welcome it. Our listener call-in number is 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. If you want to send us an email, it's radio at visualworkplace.com or just go to visualworkplace.com, our radio show. So, just before the break, we were talking about or is beginning to distinguish these two paradigms, visual and lean. Lean is about flow, the flow of value into and through the company, into and through the entire stream of value. And because lean is about flow and finding and removing the obstructions or barriers to that flow, lean is about time. Time's the great organizer. We know this to be true as well because the destination of lean is pull. And in many cases, that expresses itself in a one-piece 
flow to the time of tack, T-A-K-T, tack time. Tack time is a governance. It's a very specific slice of time. It's pulled by your customer demand. Ka-chunk, 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 ka-chunk. The cadence of tack. So lean is about the critical path and pull. And as soon as we talk about pull, time is powerfully the player. Ono got this hit when he came, Taichi Ono, who is a co-architect along with Shigeo Shingo of the Toyota Production System. Ono got this hit when he came to the States in the 1960s and studied our supermarkets, the A&P, the Great Atlantic and Pacific Company. Supermarkets, all about timing. Getting it, the product, on the shelf so the customer, your mom and my mom at the time, can pull that thing into her basket. As soon as you have time, you have pull. Okay. As soon as you have pull, you have time. And you can round that right back to the more generic flow because flow is also what visual is about. But through an entirely different lens. Visual uses the lens not of pull or the critical path, but of information and adherence. So in lean, we have critical path, pull, time is in there. In visual, we have information adherence. (coughs) Time is in there. Okay, but it's a different lens. It's a very different lens. In my own thinking, the notion of information morphs into, and rightly so, the notion of language, the notion of meaning. So when I'm talking about information, I am talking about the language of your production system, the specs, the SOPs, the way information is shared about where, what, when, how, how many who, the six core questions, which I wrote about, I think, last week in the newsletter. Yeah. No, I wrote about it this week in the newsletter, the six core questions. Visual is about organizing that information, embedding that information, those six core questions repeatedly. And we do that through a series of devices that you're very familiar with. We do it through stack lights and Kanban pull and color code systems and quality systems and borders and addresses and ID labels and metrics and Hoshin formats and production control boards and visual displays, all of these visible visual paradigms. I'm sorry, visible visual devices. They are not paradigms, devices. I misspoke. Okay, so that's the second lens. Whammo, you have a combination of visual and lean gives you a a superbly functioning operational system. Superbly. Visual's name for the enemy for waste is motion, moving without working. You've heard me say that again and again and again over these last four years that we've been together. Motion is a symptom of missing information, of unanswered questions, or questions that are answered wrongly, incompletely, or too late, or not at all. Lean's name is 
non-value-adding activity, which fits perfectly to the concept of value stream. Value adding to the value stream, not value adding to the value stream. Lean seeks to disentangle the path that value follows on its way to the customer. It seeks to create a critical path, the path through which value should and must and does follow. And we put pull in place to suck that value through the system. That great sucking sound, that's the pull part. Which one of these powerful improvement paradigms is more important? Bad question. If you try to merge the two into one, now I'm shifting. I've defined the difference between visual and lean broadly, but in my view, specifically enough for you to see the difference. Lean is about pull and, uh, pardon me, is about the critical path and pull. Lean is about the critical path and pull. Visual is about information and adherence. Both of them are about flow and therefore time. And if you try to merge the two into one, which is so popular nowadays, making mostly making visual a part of lean, believe me, that's the way it goes. What you do is you lose the precision, the precision of purpose, why each paradigm exists, each methodology. And the precision of purpose in a paradigm gives you the precision of outcome. If you don't have a precise purpose, if it's just mush and Pardon me, everyone. I'm going to call mush right now continuous improvement, even though I'm a great lover of it. But if it all is just under the rubric of continuous improvement, you cannot harness the power of lean. Nor can you harness the power of visual. And I want you to note, in case you haven't, that I am completely setting aside as not being a part, any part of this discussion, Six Sigma. I'll do a show. People will pour buckets of water on me about where Six Sigma uh, fits into the continuous improvement paradigm. I know the investment has been enormous, and I love Demaic. So let me just stop there and go on to my current discussion, which is the outcome. The precision of the purpose will give you a precise outcome. Pull in adherence, pull in adherence. One is visual. The other is lean. Pull is lean. Adherence is visual. Which is more important? Which one would you be willing to give up? Or which one will you just mush into the other? If we err on the side of mush, mushing lean into visual or more commonly visual into lean, both constructs will be weakened. They will not be benefited by the other. Weakened, perhaps not to the point of crippleness, because visual and lean are both very powerful. But you can think of visual and lean as medicine that the company takes in order to get better, in order to get over its malady, in order not to die from too much inventory, too much whip buildup, quality problems, late deliveries, accidents, and cost, cost, cost. Plus, demoralized supervisors, God bless them, unhappy associates, bless them as well, and the flight of our customers, the malady. Visual and lean are very good medicine, a good prescription. But the doctor has to answer four questions with precision if the, if the patient is to get better. And let's talk about allopathic medicine. 
we won't do lifestyle right now and homeopathics and and uh, having a good good happy heart. The doctor does this. What's wrong? What's the medicine? What's the dosage of the medicine? And what does better look like? How do I know the medicine is working? What does better look like? Hmm? So what happens when I, as a doctor, have a good diagnosis and give medicine that is two different kinds of medicine? How can I track what's getting better? Hmm? The dose, what is the dosage of the medicine I'm prescribing in response to the level of disease I've diagnosed? What does better look like? When you have a sick company, these questions and their responses are as mission critical as someone suffering in the hospital. And the judgment of the doctor will, in the case of a factory, impact not just one life and one family, but many lives, many, many lives, sometimes a whole community. So the company will benefit from, any company will benefit from visual and lean, even in low doses. But nothing will be cured. There will be no second life for the company, no revivification. (laughs) It'll be hobbled, but not yet dead. There will be signs of life, but not much sign of hope. That's what happens when you mush visual and lean together. You get something, but you don't get enough. So that's what I want to say about the what. The what what is visual and what is lean. There's a distinctiveness there. That is important to keep separate in its own bucket. Like the wings of a bird. The wings have a separate purpose. But they are not identical. They simply have identical purposes to keep the company alive. But with visual and lean, you want them to be your two wings of the bird. You want them to work in unison so the company can get to its destination and not favor one wing or another. The implementation methodology, which I'll talk about in a moment, is staggered. I have never been successful nor seen success in a company implementing visual and lean in the same department at the same time. And I want to say something about this. I want to kind of move into the how. And for me, who has a history of, you know, a long, long time, more than three decades in this field, I see them as separate interventions. And I see the timing of those interventions as important as the intervention itself. And I'll say more about that after this, our last break. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. 
Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn. We're in our fourth segment of our show today at the Visual Workplace, where we are looking at, we are kind of unnesting, or if you will, unbucketing visual and lean. Two powerful improvement strategies that work exquisitely well together and yet must keep their distinctiveness if you are to get their full power. So here is what I know about what has morphed into lean. It began and I believe should retain the following characteristic. It is a predetermined preset engineering intervention that will in fact produce dazzling outcomes. Flow distance that shrinks by 90%, lead times that are slashed by 80 or 90%, cycle times that are in minutes or seconds instead of hours, quality tracked in internal PPMs only nothing escapes, change over times cut by 50 to 90%, on-time delivery as a given. These are improvements to the critical path. They are improvements to the critical path and we have come to expect it in our lean conversions. Very powerful. I do not, and you know this by now, I do not see lean as the great umbrella, the great big bucket that is uh, synonymous with continuous improvement. And I think if we treat it as such, we will lose the precision of its technology, its improvement technology. We will lose, therefore, the precision of the outcome. And, you know, for me, thought rules. And if we can think it through, we will find the strength. If we're mushy in our thinking, then we'll just plaster some some stuff. We'll paint everything with the same broad broad str- uh, brush. The telling detail is where the power is. The telling detail. And so think about think about the company, your company, as like a series of pipes. I had this conversation 25, 30 years ago with the folks in Australia. They talked about this. I loved it. A piping system. The material flows in at one end of the pipe. 
it flows out as finished goods or finished services at the other end. But what happens in between is the discussion point. And that is in the before, in traditional manufacturing, let's talk about manufacturing, it can be traditional hospital, it can be traditional office. The material flows in and it goes through a series of pipes that go up and down and all around and the pipes will flow into, the water in the pipes will flow into a bucket or a basin, it'll fill up, your inventory will rise up and then it'll seep through to the next level and there'll be smaller little uh, lacuna of, of uh, inventory along the way and lots and lots of leaks and lots of wrapping up the pipes to keep the leaks from, um, from too much escaping. Those leaks, of course, are your quality problems or bad scheduling, wrong product, whatever. That's the before. A series of up and down and all around entanglement of pipes. When you bring lean into place this preset engineering intervention pres- prescriptive and formulaic the pipes smooth out it slants down on the right end and you have gravity feed pull smooth with small little steps of inventory between the, the piping openings as one pipe flows into another bucket 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 beautiful huge change but these, if you're talking about now bringing visual in, these will erode. They will erode. And no one will notice because we will be focused on the tremendous change that has already been created. And executive and managers won't notice it because they are almost exclusively focused on hard asset bottom line benefits, ROI, EBITDA, market share, profit margins, shareholder value if they're public. They don't realize that lean is incomplete or unsustainable by itself. Incomplete and unsustainable by itself. So we bring in the second wing. And what visual does is anchor that gravity feed flow. That is one of its main purposes, is to anchor the critical path. But it is not its only purpose. Its other purpose is to go after the minutiae, the microtransactions called informational transactions, and to embed as much of that information as possible, the answers to our need to know and our need to share, into the living landscape of work, into the production system, into the critical path. And that environment that surrounds the critical path, the supportive environment. An obstructed flow rooted in push and steeped in waste, including motion, twists and turns and leaks and detours of a thoroughly obstructed flow, all forms of waste, most time, most distance, most cost, least quality, least safety. Material in and after a long time and at great cost, finished goods out. The seven deadly waste plus one, 95% waste, 5% value added. Lean gets the kinks and the twists and leaks out of the critical path. Visual then anchors that pull and plumps up, amplifies, augments, clarifies the environment that supports it. And the result is an accelerated flow that you control at will. Least time, least distance, least cost, most quality, most safety. 
an accelerated flow that you control at will because the system has been embedded through visuality. Two wings of a bird working beautifully together. And what you get out of lean is a precise engineering outcome of this gravity feed pull. Moving the machinery, getting the whip levels calculated and reduced, doing that, implementing in such a way that you don't break the system in the process of fixing the system. The implementation of lean can be separated from the, um, the burdens of getting everybody's agreement. It is a preset engineering intervention it is not a consensus process. You need fast, decisive thinking and a tremendous amount of education, knowledge and skill in this paradigm to bring it about. Visual is different. The implementation of visual is different. And one of the main things that we hear about the implementation of visual, when it is done effectively and done with the right set of principles, is that your Value add associates will say this. Finally, you're doing something for me. Finally, you're doing something for me that I can also join into and I'm just not the recipient of. Something that I can contribute to powerfully. There is a mishmash in the world of improvement today that says... All improvement is good, who could argue with that, and therefore, let's improve. So we capitalize on people's ideas and their ingenuity, and that becomes exhausted because all continuous improvement is good is not a model, is not based on principles, cannot be taught, it can be hoped for, but it cannot be cultivated. Because because it isn't a paradigm. That's that thing that I said when we were talking about leadership. Hope is not a strategy. It's not a growth strategy and it's not an improvement strategy. But I will tell you, there is, there has been so much sickness in our companies that any kind of positive approach or inventive approach has had its positive impact and we should celebrate that. But the Race is run by endurance. The race is won by endurance. What do we do next and next? And that's why we need a thinking paradigm. And that's why the separation of visual and lean will enable us to identify and harness the power of each. And you'll get a 75% improvement from blending the two, visual and lean, after you learn how to implement the two. But you can't implement them mush-mush together. Mushy-mushy. <laughs> I, I, I hope that this has been a useful discussion today. And what I'm talking about is a visual lean alliance, but a conversion pathway to that alliance that separates and harnesses the power of each of these two enormously dazzling paradigms of improvement. I hope this has been uh, helpful to your thinking and to our discussion. And the next time uh, we'll talk about something else or we'll talk about this further. I want to thank you very much for uh, being with us today. 
and this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. I'm signing off. We appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening. We'll be right back.